There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Blake Lively was out supporting her husband Ryan Reynolds last night at the New York premiere of his new movie, Detective Pikachu, and her belly looked big. And normally, when that happens, um, women will deny that they're pregnant, saying that they put on a few pounds or just had, you know, a really big meal. (laughs) But she is indeed pregnant. They'll they'll be having their uh, third child together. They have two daughters, four-year-old James and two-year-old Inez. Oh, Oh, that's a nice, that's a cute name. Yeah, James and Inez. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to, who knows? It could be a little boy. Just never know. So, yeah. Okay, people did a piece on um, lists of celebrity names and how they got them. Um, Some of the funnier ones here, uh, Queen Latifah, she said Latifah means delicate and very kind in Arabic. And she liked that juxtaposition between the boldness of Queen so that's pretty cool. Post Malone oh. said he was 14 and he needed an alias, so he put it through a rap name generator, <laughs> and that's what he got. No way. Yeah, his name is Austin Post, and he put his name in there, and it came out Post Malone. So Cool. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Cardi B, um, her sister, uh, her sister's name is Hennessy, so everybody used to call her Bacardi. So she oh. just shorted it to, to Cardi and then the B stands for whatever, depending on the day, beautiful or bully. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoopi Cushion. Uh, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, she said her name. She wanted something fun, and she people would tell her, "You're like a Whoopi Cushion. You're so fun." So, kind of Aww. a fun thing. Yep. I'll just put that on our show link so you guys can look at all of them. Pretty cool. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that's not the right page. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson had her appendix out after hosting the Billboard <gasps> Music Awards. Yes. Oh my gosh! It's, oh no! The surgery was planned, but it wasn't an emergency. But she was also in agony during the show, and she broke down in tears after the show from pain. Wow! Oh no! What's going on? Huh? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Literally. That wow. is now no one has an excuse if Kelly Clarkson could perform with that kind of pain. Yeah. Right? Didn't she do an amazing performance of like a medley yeah. of her songs? Yeah. Okay. She, twice she performed, and all of the outfit changes too. Oh gosh! Wow. Nobody can ever have an excuse again. Let alone hosting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's the latest start. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071.
And welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Billions and billions served, mm. just like McDonald's. We have the Even best fries, don't we? We do. We do have the best fries. Yeah. And we have good burgers, too. Dawn makes a good burger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now I, just I want got a fry. It from, I actually just got it at a restaurant and said I made it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> now now I want fries. I know, now it sounds, right? Oh, mm. oh, I love McDonald's fries so much. Even when they changed, even when they changed uh, the oil, I didn't care. I still loved. People were so mad when they did that. I feel that like they taste the same, don't you? I do too, Lex. I don't. I don't. The taste ones that any. really changed was Burger King. Yeah. Oh, really? I feel like that when they changed, their flavor really changed. Oh. Yeah, I. But also, I, I haven't had their fries bur- in a long time, so maybe they changed either. again. And I got to tell you. A fry is a fry. I mean, uh, you know, you fry a potato, I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to be overly picky. Let's be very... I mean, fry <laughs> anything be... and it's pretty tasty. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You can fry like a turkey. I mean, literally. And it's oh, that's delicious, delicious like that. Mm. I've, I've never had fried turkey. Oh, you haven't? No. I know, like the deep fried turkey yeah. that everyone talks about. I've never, I've never had deep fried turkey. No, Ooh. and I wish... Oh, I know, I need to. And I, and I would make it, but... My luck, I'd burn my house down. So I, I don't <laughs> right. think it's, let somebody it's, else make it. That's I'll let too. somebody else. If someone wants to make the fried turkey for me, uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, my stupid computer is just, ugh. I hate technology some days. This Did you is get in? No, I'm still locked oh, down. I'm no. locked out of my computer, everyone. If you people that work in an office, you 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 know what we're talking about. It's just a pain. Uh, so let's start. Lots of rumors. If you go to Google News, this is, I think, uh, top five. The New York Post, page six, is screaming that Gail King is trying to remove uh, Nora O'Donnell from CBS News or specifically uh, CBS This Morning. Oh, no. What? Yeah. I know. They're saying that Gail is trying to push her out because she wants... uh, she wants to be, uh, she wants Gail or she wants Nora out of CBS this morning. And I got to tell you, I, I, I do not believe these rumors. I follow both of these ladies on social media and look, social media is what you want it to be. So it's, it's a controlled reality. However, I don't believe this. I think they're legit friends. I mean, they hang out socially. I, I don't know. I don't believe it. Now I do believe the I do believe the fact that coming up, I think, to, uh, next week, every show on CBS News is going to be changing. I yes. do believe those rumors. And, and doesn't she want the evening news gig anyway, Nora? Yeah, Nora, yes. So, I mean, yes, they would be separating, but it has nothing to do with their relationship. It's just that's a different opportunity for her. Yes. She doesn't, she wants, she, Nora O'Donnell, everyone, is, if you don't know, is one of the co-anchors of CBS this morning and she her family lives near DC yeah. so she commutes in to New York um, every day she doesn't want to do that anymore she wants to she, so they're going to move the evening news to Washington DC so this is good for Nora this isn't a bad thing yet another reason why I, I think this is crap well the thing that's going to be so annoying is that hopefully the narrative isn't oh they couldn't stand each other it was a toxic relationship yeah. so We've moved them. No, 
No, why it's do not you that. think that people? Why do you think that this is what people make up? Like, why uh, does this become the story? A great, good question. Drama. You know why? I, yeah, I think gossip columns. I think gossip columnists love pitting two professional women against each mm-hmm. other. It makes for juicy stories. It makes for good headlines. Um, it makes uh, oh. You know, oh, it's like, you know, it's the old fashioned cat fight, you know, that you see on primetime soap operas. I think yeah. that's what it is. I, I, I think that's why it makes for good copy. Okay. But I, you know, because it's not exciting to hear that. Um, I always use this example. It's not exciting that Lester Holt <laughs> and uh, Brian Williams hate each other. That's not juicy. For whatever reason, it's juicy. It's the cat fight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think. These stories make news and get clicks, whether they're true or not. And I just don't think this one's true. I do believe the personnel changes are coming. Oh, I think, yeah, it's going to yeah. change incredibly over at CBS for the news. Yeah, I think team. Nora O'Donnell will, Jeff Glor will be out. He does this evening news now. And then uh, and then Nora O'Donnell will take over. And then two new people will join Gail. I do believe all of that. I'll miss Nora in the morning, though. I mean, not that we can watch as often, but I think that she has fantastic chemistry with Gail. Yep. I think they're actually making a big mistake. I I do. She can't do both. (laughs) No, she can't do both. I'm I'm with you, though. There's a great, those two, because Nora is serious and just a barracuda. Gail has a kind of softer touch. They balance each other out. They're they're good partners. They're good on-air partners. He, I just huge mistake. I just mm. think it's a it's a big mistake. But dot dot dot. I also would love to see Nora in in the evening news seat, and I would watch True. the evening news every. I do already, but I would do like I did with Katie Couric. Don, you weren't with me back then. Um, Lex knows. I d. I was such a nerd. I DVR'd uh, the CBS Evening News with Katie Couric. Uh, <laughs> You're not doing that with night. Jeff Glor now. No, girl. Why not? I took, oh. I, took, I took that off my TiVo. Left. I took uh-huh. that off my, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. Every night, I didn't miss one Katie Couric broadcast. I watched it every night. Eh, probably one or two I missed. But, yeah, every night I TiVo'd my girl. I was devoted. I was not a fair weather fan of the Katie Couric. I stuck with her. So, anyway, even though she hasn't been on our show in a while, but I won't hold that against her. I know. Um, Where are hey, you, be- Katie? Come on. Come back to us. Katie, Katie, where are you, girl? I still love you. I love you. You're looking good. She got a new haircut because I, I follow her on it. I follow her on Instagram. Hi, this is Katie Couric, Jason's radio wife. Honey, Katie. can you pick up some bread on the way home? I sure can. Oh. <laughs> hey, one, one little note. We don't want to end uh, on a sad note, but uh, Peter Mayhew died, everyone. Mm. Uh, Chewbacca from Star Wars. And uh, I got this news when I was at my prom and he had been in failing health for a, for a little while, and it just oh, <laughs> hi Chewie. Oh, I loved that um, Billy Lord. If you follow her, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Guys, go to her Instagram. She posted a series of sweet photos of Peter and her mom together, like on the set, mm. and a collection of photos, like three in a row from the same series where Peter is picking Carrie up, either in costume or out of costume. Because Peter was seven, seven, six, seven, three, something mm. like that. Oh, wow. And yeah. yeah. So he, there's just, Billy has like three or four photos in a row of Peter picking her mom up. Uh, and it's just really sweet to see. And 
you know, now mm-hmm. they're together. So it's just anyway. So Peter Mayhew. Uh, it is 612 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. When we come back, Clooney is banned from something. George Clooney, you would think he could do anything. No, no. Alexis is going to tell you the one thing George Clooney can no longer do when we return. We are so glad you're here. Alexis has made her famous rice crawfish hot dish for breakfast. So please sit down. Let us uh, entertain you for a little while. <laughs> Watch Bad out for one. exoskeleton. I might have missed some. Oh, damn it, Lex. Yeah, whoops. That's, that's a safety hazard, Lex. Yeah. We could get sued for that. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for listening, everybody. Coming up on 618. George Clooney has it all, right? I mean, good looks, talent. God gave uh, with both hands on that guy. Yep. But there's one thing he can no longer do, right, Lex? That's right. His days of motorcycle fun are gone. Why? Thanks to a mall. <laughs> He's no longer allowed to ride motorcycles. <laughs> he said this. There's um, There was a panel Hulu had for Catch-22. Um, for the new project that's coming up. And he says, yeah, I got in a really bad accident. I hit a guy at 70 miles an hour on on his motorcycle. Oh. Uh, he got oh, launched. Oh. Remember this? And then he says, oh, oh that's, that's right. right. He went, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. This was last summer. And Amal was like, you know what? Nope. You're done with that. He's good with it. But it is pretty funny that it had to be. He said that she really needed to be the one to say, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of done with that, George. Yeah, kind of. We're done. The executive producer of um, Catch Twenty Two also agreed, and Grant's also. His wife has said, "Nope, no longer. (laughs) You're off the bike too." Yeah, it gets to a point where, come on, George. It's scary. Yes. And this was remember this was his scooter too. So not only his scooter, but motorcycles, all of that done. I love that Amal just kind of laid down the line. <laughs> yes. Sorry, George, you can't, you can't, you can't do that anymore. My mom kind of did that. My dad was in a motorcycle accident in '85, and after that, she would not ride with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think they had one, one ride. Uh, but other than that, she's like, no. You're you are done. You are done, and I am done. <laughs> I I I'm totally done with with uh, with this. Would you? Do I can the same see thing, that. Lex? Oh yeah, I would too. I, yeah, at that point, it's just I know accidents happen, but sometimes you see some of the motorists out there, and you just there's no protection, and especially yeah. if you've been launched like he was. What was it like? It was like twenty feet or something, and that yeah. he was okay after that. I mean, he recovered and he's fine, but. I'm just, oh, especially if you have children. You know, at the time, the kids were one. Um, and I also fully expect to be banned myself if the if the roles were reversed. <laughs> I mean, Angel would easily, you know, say no to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm already, yeah, like banned from doing a lot of other things. So add this to the list. <laughs> you won't let me ride my bike to work. Oh, well, okay. And that's riding a now, bike. Okay. Now, Alexis, Dawn and I have spoken to you about this as well, and- yeah, I think people aren't expecting a bike in the dark. That's our, you know, it has light. nothing to do with your uh, ability to drive your bike. It's the other people, right? Yeah, d- around Lex, you. It's not Lex. It's not that we don't think you can handle it. We just don't think the people on uh, a six ninety four <laughs> can handle it. That's that's what I'm. That's what we're worried about, Lex. We, oh. 
But oh. I love that you're now, Lex. You said you have a light, no, sweetheart. I do. There's a How front and a back light, and I'll put a headlight on too. Oh, okay, but Lex, that light still is very small. <laughs> it's it's a very quick... small light. Well, and then the other dorky thing is, he said the only way I'll ever be okay with you doing that because he's like, I'll be at home worried about you if you're leaving yes. at three in the morning. He said, the only way that that will be ever possible is if I'm driving slowly behind you. I'm like, well, well that's okay. dorky. That's, now, that's not fun. Now no. Uh, yeah. why, then why do it at all? Exactly. <laughs> the whole point is to replace car rides. So, oh, yeah, that's, yeah I, that won't be happening. I'm with Angel Toro. I, I, just, I just get the visual of you. Ding, 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 ding. You know, with your... <laughs> I mean, it's called... Hey guys, I would take the back roads. Come on, on the freeway. That would be dumb. And you said you have a pink little helmet, Lex. You have a pink, a bright Uh, pink helmet. uh, No, I have a white helmet, but I had a, I was wearing a pink pink. sweatshirt. Oh, pink sweatshirt. Oh, when you were talking about, I I knew something was, was, was pink. Nice and bright. I'd wear something bright too. Has Colin banned you from something? Um, uh, well, organizing anything like I just, you know, I stay, <laughs> I, you know, trips, anything like that. I, I, I'm not allowed to touch it. I just, I stay away from it. If uh, he handles the logistics, I literally, the only thing I do is I reach into my wallet I grab the credit card and I and I hand it to him. That's the uh, the only thing that I do. I, I uh, the, the planning of stuff. No. Yeah. No, leave no, it no, to no, him. No. D- d- don't touch. He just looks at me like, why are you bothering? Just, don't even just, try. Don't even try because inevitably you're going to forget something. <laughs> and he. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of that. Thank you for saying that. So um, Colin works for my friend Jen and. Uh, they have in their company, they took these personality tests um, for the whole company, you know, to see how each person communicates. I love this. Uh, Lex. Oh my gosh. A friend was just telling me about this too, that they do that also. Really? That they put them actually in order of from introvert to extrovert. Yes. And the best way to talk to someone. Yes. And the different, you, you start to understand. So Colin took his, Oh, I wish he was up. He read oh, yeah. what Don is he? Lex Don. He read. He came. I came home last night from the prom, and and he goes, "I got you know my results back, and I'm I'm still thinking about my results." And he goes, "I told my mom my results," and my mom was like, "Oh yes, oh <laughs> yes, that is you, that is you." And it's like oh. ba- like one line of it was like, um, "You are very task oriented." You develop a plan. If people around you don't follow that plan, you do not enjoy that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lex, that test, <laughs> that test, like, knocked it out of the park. I mean, it was him, like, line for line <laughs> for line. Did he not like the results? or was he, he did. Just... No, oh, he oh, okay. But my point was, I thought, I thought for any relationship, I said to him, I go, mm-hmm. I think people... If w- the minute you start getting serious dating somebody, you should take these tests to see if you are compatible. I thought Ooh. this is a really good tool, not just for businesses, but for like couples. I I thought that, you know, because it does. It teaches you 
Like if you are not that type, I forgot there's, I think, three types of people in this test. I don't know. Well, the best way to communicate, the best way that you receive, how you receive information. Also, like even in relationships, knowing your love language, you know, that's kind of something that's been swirling around now, maybe the last decade. We never talked about love languages before or, you know, other types of intelligences. Yeah. And, uh. Don, have you talked about love language? Uh, love lately? language? Um, no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> no, but I, I just thought I, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I, I told Colin I go, oh, I got to bring this up on the show. Uh, it was I, and it's been very valuable for Jen. I mean, within the company, and they're actually having. I don't think she'll mind. I'm saying this. There, it's all connected. Uh, from a story I told you earlier about my Taco Bell intervention night tonight, they're having like a little company retreat where they're gonna like at Taco talk Bell. About, <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I'm getting Taco Bell Please. at the conclusion for oh. them. As oh, a, you know, oh, I got but you. They're, but they're going to talk about um, they're going to talk about the results, and and, and as a company, um, you know, talk about how to communicate with each other based on you know what they found out. And I thought that is fantastic. I, I just thought it was a great idea. So anyway, yeah, it is. Wow, I cool. forgot what it's called though. When Colin wakes up, I'll I'll find out. Okay. Six uh, coming up on six twenty six. Everybody, when we come back, it is uh, the one and only birthday pranks with the return. Of- Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Uh, we have birthday pranks coming up, and overnight while we were sleeping. First, Taylor Swift did it a couple days ago, and now Sean Mendez, Mr. Calvin Klein, did it. Dropped a brand new song while we were all sleeping. Ooh. I think it's called "If I Can't Live With If I Can't Live Without You," "Can't Live Without You," something like that. So it's good. I listened to it a few minutes ago. I would play it, but my computer sucks. Well, if I can't breath, have you, so, if I can't have you, yeah. So it's good. It's you know slow, uh, but it is a it's a good little love song or kind of like a hey, if I can't have you. Mm, whatever, girl. <laughs> I don't want nobody, baby. <laughs> baby, if I can't have you. Anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's probably not it. <laughs> no, that's probably that already no, exists. I, He'd be sued. No, I, I don't. I don't think that's it. That was we had a little Bee Gees moment there. <laughs> um, it's coming up at six uh, thirty-two. Lance Davlin Colby is back uh, in this week's birthday pranks, and uh, this time uh, it is about a camp counselor. And uh, Lance is an unforgettable camp attendee. Here we go with birthday pranks. Birthday pranking with Jay and Don. But not Alexis because she's bad at lying to people. Hello? Hi, may I speak to Leslie, please? This is she. Hi, Leslie. This is Jason Matheson from My Talk 1071. How are you? Hey, how are you? Good. Is this a good time? Yeah. Per- good. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, uh, my producer, Dawn, uh, forwarded me your email. And you want to, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want to birthday prank your husband, Chris, right? Yes. Perfect. Uh, you guys, Absolutely. yeah. You, uh, she said you guys kind of worked out a scenario. What do you, what are you guys thinking? Yeah. So, my husband always, always for our entire relationship brings up the fact that he was a camp counselor. <laughs> and um, I've just had to listen to it for years, the same stories over and over and over again. I mean, we've been married for 20 years, so <laughs> I just, I think he's totally going to fall for it because he, it, you know, inflates his ego and he just thinks what a great guy he is. So <laughs> I think it would be a pretty good prank. Perfect. Well, um, so yeah, I talked to Don. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to 
pose as a former camper of his and act like he kind of changed my life. Do you do you think he'll believe me on that? Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> Hello? Hi, may I speak to Chris please? This is Chris uh, this is Lance to Haviland Colby. Um, you, this is so weird, and you're not. I don't think you're gonna remember me, even though I have a very memorable name. But, um, you, is this the same Chris that was a camp counselor, like in 1989, 90? Yeah, yeah, I was a counselor 89 to 92, actually. Well, I um, this uh, this is so weird, but I um. I tracked you down on the Facebook and I'm calling I I'm calling just to say thank you. I was if you can believe this, I was one of your campers. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what do you remember what cabin or what year you were uh, we had we were hanging or whatever? I was it, it was uh 89. It was the summer of 89. And okay. yeah, so I had I had I had middle boys that year from what I remember. I yeah, that would make sense. And um, yeah, and I was in I don't remember my cabin name, but uh, I was in the one closest to the main hall. And uh, I just um, I just I found you, like I said, on Facebook, I tracked you down and I just really want to say thank you um, for being a big influence on my life. You really changed my wow. life. <laughs> uh, add me on Facebook, man. Love to catch up. That's great. Nice to hear from you. Well, I've done better than that. I mean, I've mentioned you. I am the CEO of, of a company, um, Lance's Thumb Cookies, and I have mentioned you. I've been interviewed by Inc. I've been interviewed by Money Magazine. Oh, the Oprah Magazine. I was one of Gail King's picks of the month. And that biatch is very picky. So the fact that she loved my thumb cookies was a big deal. But anyway, I, um, I've mentioned you. Thank you. I've mentioned though, I've mentioned you in all of those because you really, you shielded me from bullies. They would make up rhymes about me. Um, Lance, Lance, you can't dance, so let's put him in a trance. And you really, you protected me. And I just wanted to say thank you. Wow. That's so crazy. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Congrats uh, on all the success. I'm glad I could help. Well, you did. I mean, so much so. This is, I, I hope this doesn't freak you out, but I have, um, we took a picture together um, on the last day of camp, and it's been every desk that I've ever had. I've uh, I've had that picture of you <laughs> and me, and I um, I actually have that photo tattooed on my right calf. Wow! Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> on my right calf. You, uh, if I give you my email or number, will you? Send a photo of that for me. Absolutely. I don't even know what picture. I don't even know what picture you're talking about. I mean, uh, honestly, your name doesn't ring a bell, but who rem- who remembers? It was so long ago. Well, I mean, I mean it's I was, so awesome to hear from you. I mean, I don't know how many campers you had named Lance to Haviland Colby, but I will send you. I'll do one better. I have a picture of my calf tattoo 
with Gail King, um, Oprah's best friend. So I'll send that. She squatted down and took a picture with uh, with my calf with your face on it. So I will I will send it to you because it's just. You know, I wouldn't be here without you. I wouldn't have Lance's thumb cookies. I wouldn't have been an O. I wouldn't have done anything without you. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I haven't heard from anyone. I mean, I don't know if you remember a kid named Mark Schwartz. Was he around when you were there? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard what happened. He uh, he was also, uh, he loved camping and he became a camp counselor. He was bitten by a rabid deer and lost his nose. Are you kidding me? I've been trying to track. Yeah, it was a oh rabid God, deer. That... Yeah, it was a rabid deer. What do you, I don't, he had like a tick or something? I think, I don't know. But anyway, um, but I have another surprise for you. Um, I'm going to get my secretary because I oh. want to, I want to have you up to my company and uh, give you a tour, give you some thumb cookies. So hold on just a second. Uh, sure, 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 man, whatever. Uh, Leslie, say hi to your husband, Chris. Chris, you, uh, you've been birthday pranked. This is Jason Matheson from My Talk 107. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there is, there is, uh, what are you I doing? There is no, uh, there's no Lance. Uh, that kid did not get bit by a deer. He's just oh fine. Oh my God. Why would you? Oh, babe. Oh, come on. It's good. Yeah. uh, I honestly, I've had a couple ex-campers reach out to me on Facebook saying like, hey, what's up? One guy's like a lawyer in Phoenix. And, you know, like we always talk about, oh, let's get back together. And I'm like, yeah. And then what? Oh, my God. I can't believe you did this. I, this was fantastic. Chris, you fell for it. Hook, line, and deer bite. Let me tell (laughs) you. That was the worst part. Uh, that was really bad. Guys, thank you so much, Chris. Have a good thank birthday. You. Oh God, thank you so much, babe. I'm, we're gonna talk to you. They pranks Wednesdays at seven thirty on Jason and Alexis in the morning. I never went to camp. I think. Look, I had a good childhood. Dar did a great job, but uh, I never. I don't know if I missed something by not mm. going to camp. Oh. Did you go Did to you Camp Lex? To All the time. Every summer. My yeah. parents were like, bye. Yeah. yeah. See you later. Go do. Yeah. I went to you Catholic too, church camp. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. We may, had little craft sessions, making little crosses, you know, little. Yeah. It's like weaving little. It was all about Jesus. And then we did little plays at night about Jesus. But it was really like, honestly, one of the best times of my life. I, I, I loved it so much. Uh, some kids would miss their parents, and I was like, uh-uh. I, I would cry so hard every time I had to go back home, you know, because you meet new friends and people, and kids from all over the state would come to these camps, and so it's just, and then I would write fun. them letters, you know, have little crushes and romances from camp. <laughs> oh, so because it was a, it was a, um, a Catholic, it was a church camp. Uh-huh. The, the main difference was there were more church activities. Obviously, yeah, and I not, mean, instead of just doing making little boats and craft class, you made little crosses, little crosses, and then also okay. it was a lot about just teaching uh, people to treat each other kindly and yeah, the way Jesus would want you to <laughs> treat mm. each other, and and you know it really made more of an impact on me. Like I really took to heart those things that I learned um, 
uh, more than like, you know, just religion class in Catholic school. You know, it was it's yeah. different because, you know, these camp counselors were cool. They were like mid 20s and you looked up to them and they're like, listen, I, you know, Jesus taught us to do this. And like, I listened to them more than probably I would have my parents. Oh, so. yeah. It was more fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to have, you know, you any kid who's, you know, you have like an older um role model but not you know, not like your parents yeah. but yeah. Right, a teenager yeah. you're like whoa you are the coolest you're mm-hmm. the coolest yes Le- and like you went to camp I loved I, camp oh yeah, yeah I, know. I, remember. I did some religious camp too but I also music camp and um, oh, yeah. what else? Camp. Yeah, it was kind of like physical fitness camp I mean there was one where we were just outdoors the entire time <laughs> running and who knows what but um, and then when I went when I climbed Mount Fuji that was technically camp oh yeah Yep, yes. for two weeks. Yeah, we all remember that. Yeah. That was when you forgot your tampon I can't believe bag, that. Right? It sounds yeah. like something like Mount Fuji, uh, since you were a kid, I'm I, assuming it's it's like you climb Mount Fuji sounds like you're like a so world-class casually. athlete. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was 10 at the time. Yeah. It is funny, Lex, how you can say that. You say it with such ease. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, it's like, I went to Stillwater for camp. Like, it's like, well, I, I climbed Mount Fuji. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I went to Mount Fuji. Uh, oh. it's well, you need to go on. to camp. I that know. would be a great I, TV segment. Go to camp yeah, this summer. I should, because I didn't. I, I Again, Dar, Dar and my dad, Mel, they... Uh, they gave me a foreign exchange student, so I had that experience. Mm. But I, they did not send me to camp, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Maybe because I was an only kid, and my mom, we, we were really close. Maybe my mom would have missed me. Oh <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. But um, I don't know. But yeah, they never, they never. I should ask her sometime. Did you ever think yeah, about I mean, sending me to camp? There were four of us, so they were like, and Don, how many kids are in your? I'm, room? I'm the youngest of uh, three. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Two yeah. older sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, get out. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> uh huh. Hey, guys, my talk 1071 is celebrating. I love that our station's doing this. Mental Health Awareness Month uh, in May, presented by Care Counseling. Millions of Americans uh, are affected by mental mental health conditions every year, and we wanted to highlight some information about mental health and share ways to get help. We want to remove the stigma. Even on a goofy station like this, I think, you know, we've had some great conversations over the years. Learn more and join us as we celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month at mytalk1071.com and your keyword May. Uh, Ten seconds away from 644. When we come back, Don McLean has the story of Joe Jonas. What's Joe Jonas doing? Plus, Mm. oh, bad news for Star Wars fans uh, that... Hope to get into the new Star Wars land at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, Don has that when we return. How very appropriate that we're playing this song. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Everything. Ooh, that clown is scary. I'm Jace with Lex and America's favorite country western artist, Don McClain. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, forgot the. Uh, I just turned on the news. I'm sorry. I, did, did. I just turned on the news. I'm sorry. I got to say, I just turned on the news and I looked at Channel 4. I flip around and Matt Brickman is wearing a seersucker suit. And I'm like, oh, oh. Well, that's daring. But then I realized it's Kentucky Derby weekend. And that's why oh. I was like, oh, wow. Matt is pulling out the, <laughs> pulling out the seersucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's right. The, the big race is tomorrow. So uh, 649. Don McLean, it's perfect that I said it's perfect we're playing this song. Why is it perfect? Because um, that's the Jonas Brothers there and Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner got married 
by an Elvis impersonator (laughs) in Vegas Wednesday night after the Billboard Music Awards. Yep. (laughs) Now, um, they're going to have a more formal ceremony in France later on. Um, It just happened to be the 52nd anniversary of the real Elvis marriage to Priscilla Presley, by the way, just a little FYI there. Mm. Uh, But it was a low-key ceremony. They didn't even have real rings. They exchanged ring pops. Uh, Nick and Kevin Jonas were there to act as groomsmen, but their wives didn't show up. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I Sometimes when I see this, I guess maybe it's because just talked about this being Catholic. It is so important that you have a wedding in a church. Like my mother didn't even go to my grand or my niece's wedding because she was so upset that it wasn't in a Catholic church. Mm. It caused a big problem in our family. It was like she was devastated. So to me, when I see that, I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. You know, even though they're going to have another ceremony, it feels like to me, if I were to get married, it would feel like it would kind of let the air out of the balloon, you know, just like, okay, we're married now, but it was sort of like a joke marriage. Yeah, but maybe I'm putting too much. I mean, obviously, this is all my personal feelings, but I, I, I don't know about the. It also feels like it's easier to get out of. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I feel in a in a. I feel similar in a way where before gay marriage became legal, I would. This would be one of those eye roll moments, and I used yes. to say here on the show, and you know where I'm going, where mm-hmm. some detractors, some folks that were you know didn't want my people getting married, they're like the sanctity of marriage. If I heard the oh, sanctity of please. marriage one more time, you know what I mean, Lex. We talked yes. about it for years. If I heard that line of crap, Us heteros from are screwing it up. Well, I just already, you know, and some of them are just hypocrites. And I'm like, yep. you're worrying about the sanctity of marriage, but we have Joe Millionaire on Fox and, yeah, and it's Marriage a game Island. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, don't yeah. don't preach to me about the sanctity of marriage mm-hmm. when you're endorsing and turning the other cheek on all of this crap that cheapens marriage. Save yourself. Save <laughs> you. Go tell somebody else. That's what bothers me. Now, do I think that there? This is a joke. No, but. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. It does look a little like, come on. I mean, but maybe they're just having fun. Maybe sure. this is just a fun yeah. thing to do in Vegas. That was my first thought. Like, how convenient. You're already in Vegas. Just yeah. go do it. And also, with all the fanfare around his brother's wedding or weddings and receptions, you know, all of that, I thought, well, maybe this is before they, I, at least I knew that they were doing something else in France. But, hey, it's a way to differentiate from your brother, I guess, right? Yeah. You know what? That was uh, Kendall's take. We on the on our talk show yesterday. Uh, she said that she's like, this is a great counter uh, to the lavish, yeah. over the topness. So yeah, maybe maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah, because you know, I, I just, maybe it's just also ingrained in me, like how like your wedding day is so important, and you know, maybe there's a part of me, you know, that little girl that's like, it was ingrained in my mind. You know, it's just such a special day and it's just sort of like makes it, it's a little sad. It's like cheapened by just like, yeah, this is just gonna be something. I don't know. Why wouldn't you want the, yeah. Yeah, like I don't, not like, oh, I would want all the attention on me. I'm just saying, I don't know. It just feels a little sad. (laughs) But they're happy. I just, I wouldn't be able to do that myself. I guess. No, I think you represent a chunk of our audience listening. I do. I think. I don't fault them for it. I just go, oh, I hope she didn't. You know, I know they're going to have another ceremony, but it's just like, okay, well, you're already married. So what's 
the point? What's the I point? Guess? Yeah. I don't know. Time for the party. <laughs> Time for the party. Yeah. Bring sure. it on, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is uh, 6.53. Dawn is getting ready to deliver. Very sad news for all of you hoping to go to Disneyland uh, in well, May. Well, I pulled up this story yesterday whenever um, at 10 a.m. Eastern time, you were able to try to make reservations for Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. It says the mm-hmm. systems opens up, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I thought, OK, cool. Um, but now this morning you told me that it's already sold out for oh. Galaxy's Edge. And there's no yeah. cost to make a reservation. It's just that it opened up yesterday at 10 a.m. Yeah. And then, you know, if you stay at a <laughs> Disneyland Resort Hotel between May 31st and June 23rd, you get yourself uh, an admission to Galaxy's Edge as part of your stay. But other people yeah. that just want to make advanced reservations, apparently, Jason, you're saying that that is Done. shut down. It's oh, already yes. it's like a concert that was sold out. Full. Full. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. For how Dark long? Vic. Because this, I've been searching and trying to figure out how long is it? Like for months? No, not okay. for months. It's for the first, I think, month, two months. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, Good uh, Lord. Yeah. Patience, my friend. Yeah, That's let's right. hope people have patience. Those lines are going to be ridiculous. Oh, I'm, you got to bring I'm, a two liter bottle just to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You have to pee in a, pee in a Mountain Dew bottle. Yeah. Um, I'm going in July, and I'm hoping that it won't be oh, yeah. quite so crazy. Um, and then it opens in Disney World in the end of August. So, And they say you can't do reservations for that. It's just first come, first serve. Yeah. Well, they have, you know, the good thing about World is the fact they have more space to play with. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to control because uh, uh, not to get too inside baseball, but because it's at Disney's Hollywood Studios, um, which, you know, in Disneyland, it's at mm-hmm. it's at Disneyland, which is basically the Magic Kingdom. It's so tight. Yeah, no that space, space. There girl, there is no space there. Do you know where since I know that park pretty well, we used to live near uh, Do you know by where Tom Sawyer? It, it, they got rid of the Tom Sawyer area okay. and put it back there. OK, so yeah, in that area hmm. of Disneyland. So. All right. 655, everybody. Don't forget, follow us on Yield Social Media, Lex and the Cities, Dawn at Doc, Jason Matheson. And speaking of Disney, don't forget to follow Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram for pretty pictures and download our podcast. Newest episodes right uh, up right now on Podcast One. Back after this.